Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Harinam Chintamani. So today we'll be looking at chapter 7 of this book, which is the offense of criticizing Vedic scriptures or blaspheming them. So uh, in this uh, session, we will see why criticizing or blaspheming or disrespecting Vedic scriptures is an offense to the holy name, the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So we will say our Mangalacharan prayers and invoke the blessings of the Parampara, Srila Prabhupada and the entire disciplic succession and then we will begin studying this. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Melitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Haripriye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripasindhubhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namunamaha Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to this chapter 7 of Harinam Chintamani and this is about the offense of um, blaspheming Vedic scriptures. So let us see why it is an offense to the holy name. Jaya Jaya Gadai Gauranga Nityananda Jaya Sita Pati Jaya Gaurabhakta Vrinda Harida spoke Lord, the fourth offense is criticism of scripture. This offense will also obstruct one's bhakti. Scripture means the four Vedas, the Upanishads and the Puranas. Having emanated from the breathing of Krishna, they constitute perfect knowledge and authority. So this is first thing, so establishing the position of Vedas, I mean not only Vedas, the entire Vedic literature 
because they are coming from the breathing of the supreme personality of god vedanta krit krishna is the compiler of the entire vedanta philosophy so therefore it is perfect hmm. so when we doubt in anything so if, if we doubt a thesis of somebody that's um, rational because i mean we cannot expect any conditioned soul to put forward a thesis which is perfect because he is defective um so there doubt is valid it's valid to have a doubt in anything that a conditioned soul says but here haridas thakur is uh, establishing that the scriptures are not uh, subject to our opinion they are always perfect since they are coming from the breathing of krishna they constitute perfect knowledge and authority particularly in ma- spiritual matters there must be these must be referred to as the final proof shabda praman hmm. shabda brahma because the material senses of man characterized by the four faults of karna patav limited perception brahma vipra, uh, illusion viprilipsa desire to report something other than what is perceived and pramada inattention of the senses cannot possibly perceive anything beyond the material level of unconscious matter the spiritual realm would be unapproachable without the aid of krishna now right away these words karna patav brahma vipralipsa and pramada the spelling is not accurate here actually in this book the so many spellings are not accurate um so anyway the point here is the material senses of man has four faults that is brahma pramad vipralipsa karna patav so limited perception illusion um cheating propensity that means desire to report something other than what is perceived and pramada inattention of the senses <coughs> or the tendency to make mistakes so now pramada uh inattention it is said here pramatta is also called sometimes inattention uh but actually pramatta also means mad but you may think why the inattention and mad so actually from pure spiritual point of view inattention in krishna consciousness is actually madness because there is a verse um what is that in the 2936 yan muhurtam kshanam vaapi vasudevam na chintayet yes this is the one vishnu puran sahanistan mahachhidram samohah sachavibhramah yan muhurtam kshanam vaapi vasudevam na chintayet if even for a moment remembrance of vasudev the supreme personality of godhead is missed that is the greatest loss that is the greatest illusion and that is the greatest anomaly so a spiritual um, completely spiritual 
person who is in complete devotional service to krishna he finds it mad if he finds it as madness to be inattentive to krishna consciousness to not be conscious of krishna uh, that's why the one other another uh, word for a devotee is avyartha kalatvam one of the qualities of devotee is that <clears throat> he does not like to waste time now what is that waste time means not remembering krishna is wastage of time huh. so when we have these uh, four defects we become essentially disqualified to come up with any um, you know accurate perception of anything so and with this we cannot possibly perceive anything beyond the material level of unconscious matter we can only perceive dead matter unconscious matter we cannot even see the soul let alone soul we can't even see the mind which is still material hmm. we know it is there by our inference but we cannot see it we cannot perceive it so how much more the soul is even finer than the intelligence hmm. ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾಣಿ ಪರಾಣ್ಯಾಹುರಿಂದ್ರಿಯಭ್ಯ ಪರಮನ ಮನಸಸ್ತು ಪರಾಬುಧಿರ್ಯೋಬುಧೆ ಪರತಸ್ತು ಸಹ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ತ್ರೀ ಟೆಕ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ಟಿ ಟು ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತ ಸೊ ಸೋಲ್ ಇಸ್ ಈವನ್ ಫೈನರ್ ದ್ಯಾನ್ ದಿ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಫ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ ವಿ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಸಿ ಏರ್ ವಿ ಕೆನಾಟ್ ಸಿ ಹೌ ಆರ್ ವಿ ಗೋನ್ ಟು ಸಿ ದ ಸೋಲ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿ ಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಸೊ ಅವರ್ ಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಫಾಲ್ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಮ್ಲಿ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸೆಂಡೆನ್ಸ್ therefore it is said the spiritual realm would be unapproachable without the aid of krishna therefore krishna has given the four vedas which are beyond the four faults of the senses and by these alone can man progress towards the spiritual goal vedas are uh, another name for vedas is apaurusheya apaurusheya means it is not um, done by any purusha of this material world or any person of this material world <clears throat> what are the contents of the scriptures the wise man will understand that karma and jnana are secondary and worthless as independent processes and that the path of bhakti is the essence in short haridas thakur is coming straight to the point so yes the spirit, i mean the scriptures have karma jnana and bhakti karma kanda jnana kanda and upasana kanda but karma and jnana are secondary they are not independent processes and they are worthless without bhakti so when they are mixed with bhakti then there is actual profit karma mishra bhakti jnana mishra bhakti and the profit is because of the bhakti portion of it not the karma portion of it or jnana portion of it and in karma portion of it like the yagnik process um you know it is said that oh you you do this yagna and then you go to the heavenly planets and you go or you get this opulence this comfort whatever now the promises mentioned in those uh, statements phalashruti uh, the phalashrutis the the fruit of rewards those are actually not the real rewards those are just inducements Uh, so that we can take the real medicine which is the sacrifice to vishnu 
to do any sacrifice to perform any sacrifice towards the demigod we have to sacrifice sacrifice for the pleasure of vishnu and then offer the share of the sacrifice to the demigod so that is the process in worshiping the demigods so we cannot worship them independent of krishna i think there is some kind of lagging going on now i'm sorry about that but i can't do much about it looks like let me see let me quit some programs before it gets wow quickly became very bad just a second Okay, it's uh, <laughs> quite a load on the computer right now. I'm just trying to see if I can do something about it. Okay, let's try. It's a bit. Uh, it's fine. I don't see it as fine. I don't know. I feel there is a big problem here. it looks like a huge problem today <laughs> anyway let me know how you are experiencing it uh, for me it's like it looks horrible i hope it can sort itself out okay let's let's continue so the wise man will understand that karma and gyan are secondary and worthless as independent processes and that the path of bhakti is the essence the vedas stand as the authoritative guide and reference pramana and they prove nine different topics which may be classified into sambandha abhideya and prayojana so there is a very um, i mean there is a actual number nine different topics so what are they they will be explained so basically the vedas um, they explain the sambandha uh, abhideya and prayojana okay no significant lag i hope it uh, hope it subsides it is subsiding a bit now let's see so sambandha abhideya and prayojana now by these 10 principles the vedic authority and the nine topics which the vedas prove ignorance is destroyed and transcendental knowledge is revealed so let's let's again recap that statement so there are the vedic here it is said the vedas are the authoritative guide and reference for everything and they prove nine different topics which may be classified into sambandha abhideya and prayojana as broad categories by these 10 principles the vedic authority this is first principle and the nine different topics which the vedas prove all together 10 
ignorance is destroyed and transcendental knowledge is revealed okay now it looks like perfect okay thank you very much now these nine principles may be summarized as follows there one there is one supreme lord vishnu you see this <laughs> this is the first statement i uh, among hindus they think that you know many many gods that is the um, hallmark of hinduism but here you see the first thing that is mentioned in the vedas is there is one supreme lord vishnu two the lord is possessor of all energies three krishna is the fountainhead of all rasas and is situated in his dhama where he eternally gives joy to the jeevas so krishna is the fountainhead of all rasas all mellows loving mellows and he is situated in his dhama where he eternally gives joy to the jeevas now this is all very unique only to krishna there is no one else who has his own eternal dhama and he gives eternally joy to the jeevas no the demigods may give temporary material happiness but the demigods their benedictions and the de- their so called devotees every, everybody everything will be finished antavattu phalam tesham but krishna is different the jeevas four the jeevas are particles of the lord unlimited in number infinitesimal in size but conscious so the first three points are establishing the position of krishna then the fourth point onwards now is our position as jeevas and because we have no independent existence our existence is explained in terms of our dependence of krishna eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman he is the one supreme eternal conscious living entity who is uh, maintaining all other eternal conscious infinitesimal living entities like us five some jeevas are eternally bound in the material universe being attracted by illusory pleasure six some jeevas are eternally liberated and engaged in worshiping krishna they reside with him as associates in the spiritual sky and experience prema so jeevas there are nityabaddha and nityamukta or nityasiddha so the nityasiddhas are of course again subdivided into these five relationships with krishna um what is that shanta dasya sakhya vatsalya and madhurya that means uh, passive um active as servitude friendship parental and conjugal love towards krishna so that is in the spiritual and even there there are so many subdivisions even for example madhurya ras there are svakiya madhurya and parakiya madhurya that means um as one's uh, husband to love krishna as one's as one's husband and parakya is to love him as a paramour and among the paramour um type of lovers the gopis there are so many subdivisions there are priyanarma sakhis who are very close first of all there is radha radharani and then there are priyanarma sakhis who are very close confidants and then there are assistant gopis and there are manjaris so many so many you know subdivisions and that is in the liberated stage um in the conditioned stage there are 8.4 million species hmm? and there are demigods human beings and subhumans so that is again a distinction and, and 
everywhere there are so much variety uh, so many subdivisions in each of these categories mm. but they are all jeevas only mm. they are all uh, li- um, what is that infinitesimal living entities so some are eternally bound some are eternally liberated <coughs> seven krishna exists with his energies the material energy jeeva energy and spiritual energy in a state of simultaneous identity and differentiation achinta bheda bheda permeating all yet remaining aloof which is only possible by his inconceivable power achinta bheda bheda tattva so krishna is uh, described in the first three points the next three points the jeevas are explained the seventh point krishna and the jeevas and the spiritual material energy and how everything is existing how krishna is existing with all his energies in simultaneous identity and differentiation oneness and difference permeating all so his existence is permeating everything yet he is remaining aloof from everything uh, which is only possible by his inconceivable power now all until seventh point is the sambandha gyan how we are existing now eighth the process specifically mentioned abhideya for the jiva in the vedas is the ninefold process of devotional service divided into vaidhi and raga bhakti of the nine processes the hearing and chanting of the holy name are principal means that is the reason the chanting of om is glorified in the vedas now um abhideya is actually the devotional service process how to attain krishna but for those who are not ready for abhideya there is a preparatory stage which is the karmakanda and the gyanakanda sections to uh, tame their uh, absolute rebelliousness towards krishna since they wanted to enjoy all right all right you enjoy but do it in the yajna process sahayajna praja srishtva purovacha prajapatihi anena prasavishyadvam meshavostvishta kama dhuk ishtan bhogan hivo deva dasante yajna bhavita tair dattan apradayaibhyo yobhungte stena evasa so in the third chapter these things are mentioned the yajna process so these are mentioned so that since we have a desire to uh, be happy in this material world the lord actually mercifully gives us the process by which we can be happy and we cannot be happy without the mercy of krishna so the whole process is to be happy with the mercy of krishna but since we are averse to krishna in the material world so krishna has created proxies the demigods who are his parts and parcels so the rebellious souls of this condition i mean this material world they are reluctant to worship krishna so krishna says all right fine you don't worship me but you worship these these different bestowers of benedictions but who are they they are my parts and parcels you don't need to know that you just worship them <laughs> for a start so that's how karma kanda starts now but you cannot worship the demigods independently of krishna the yajna process doesn't allow that so the demigods are always offered the share of sacrifice to vishnu so to worship them you have to worship vishnu even at least officially you have to recognize vishnu's superiority and that is the real benefit of this karma kanda not those material rewards and one who eventually understands that after many many millions of births of doing karma then he will realize oh i shouldn't be actually uh, you know seeking any position in this material world so then he goes to gyanakanda 
or then he tries to you know you know liberate himself from this material world and then finally bahunam janmanamante gyanavan maam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti sa mahatma sudurlabha after cultivating gyana for many millions of lifetimes then finally he comes to the point of yes i need to surrender to krishna let me surrender so this is the um, process and once he comes to surrender to krishna then bhakti starts then these nine processes start so abhideya starts at that point so until then there is a preparatory stage of abhideya it's not considered full abhideya full bhakti marga so this performers of karma kanda and gyana kanda they are they don't even have sufficient knowledge of sambandha what to speak of abhideya but somehow or other they are uh, made to do some pious activities by karma and gyana so that finally they can come to this but bhakti is the real path and without this even if they come until the path of gyana if they don't come to bhakti it's a waste of time hmm. so now here what is said in this point in this abhideya process the reason that is the reason the chanting of om is glorified in the vedas pranava sarva vedeshu krishna says in bhagavad gita 7.8 i am the om in the, all the vedic mantras so krishna and his representation sound representation are non different yeah. so it is coming to the point of chanting so the vedic scriptures because uh, denouncing them or blaspheming them is an offense to the holy name why because they ultimately come to the point of glorifying the holy name which is non different see sambandha krishna is so powerful and we are his part and parcel fine how to go about you know uh, going back to krishna so krishna is uh, that powerful supreme personality of godhead but he makes himself available in the form of his holy name and therefore the chanting of the holy name is the highest process hmm. and because the vedas are leading everyone to the point of chanting which is the ultimate goal of the vedas therefore the vedic scriptures should not be blasphemed hmm. so that is the point that is being made <clears throat> ninth now this is prayojana the final goal or constitutional platform prayojana of the jeevas is the activity of pure bhakti prema so abhideya is also the path of bhakti which is vaidhi and raga bhakti uh, which is even raga bhakti although it is spontaneous it is still considered um, not yet prayojana it's still abhideya it's nama bhas but it's not yet shuddha naam so when the bhakti prema comes bhava and then prema until bhava it is still abhideya when one comes to prema stage one comes to bhakti actual um, prayojana stage at that stage he still performs the same activities the nine fold activities but this time in pure krishna consciousness hmm. this is attained by the mercy of krishna prayojana see it is not by our uh, endeavor that we achieve these results it is by the mercy of krishna and that mercy of course we will get when we endeavor to satisfy krishna so what is our endeavor in devotional service to satisfy krishna and by satisfaction of krishna krishna will bestow us more service 
and uh, love of god hit and we can perform our service in love of god hit which is the ultimate stage so now this um, in the ninth in the ninth point i mean eighth point it is said that the chanting of the om is glorified in all the vedic literatures so there is a statement in the mukundamala stotra sakalam upanishad vakya sampujya mantram sakalam upanishad vakya sampujya mantram so this is the verse my 31st verse of the mukundamala stotra ಶತ್ರುಛೇದೈಕಮಂತ್ರಮಂತ್ರಮಂತ್ರಜಪಸತಂತ್ರಜಪಸತಂತ್ರಜಪಸತಂತ್ರಜಪಸತಂತ್
जगत प्रहृष्यनुरज्यते रक्षासी भीता दिशोद्रवती सर्वे नमस्धसघा प्रकर्तिया बाय द ग्लोरी जगत प्रहर्ष्यति प्रहर्ष्यति द एंटायर वर्ल्ड और यूनिवर्स इज रिजॉइसिंग सो अर्जुन सेड ओ मास्टर ऑफ द सेंसेस द वर्ल्ड बिकम्स जॉयफुल अपॉन हियरिंग योर नेम एंड दस एवरीवन बिकम्स अटैच्ड टू यू ऑल द परफेक्टेड बीइंग्स ऑफर यू देयर रिस्पेक्टफुल होमेज द डीमंस आर अफ्रेड एंड दे फ्ली हियर एंड देयर ऑल दिस इज राइटली डन सो हियर आल्सो कृष्णा आई मीन अर्जुना समराइजेस द एंटायर process see the world becomes joyful by chanting your name and the perfected beings they offer your their homage to you they always chant your name satatam kirtayanto mam yatantascha dhrida vrata namasyantascha mam bhaktya nitya yukta upasate and the demons who don't do this they are always always afraid the demons are afraid the whole world everybody is afraid right now war or disease or anything i mean it's दुखालयम शाश्वत अ प्लेस ऑफ नॉन पर्मनेंस एंड मिजरी सो भय द्वितीयाभिवेशत सैदीशा तपेत विपर्यस्मृति तन्मा बुध अबचेत भक्तैकम गुरदेवतात्मा सो लेवन टू थर्टी सेवन यू कैन सी एव्री लिविंग एंड इज इन फियर वेन वी चांट then we get out of the fear because fear itself fears the holy name fear arises when a living entity misidentifies himself as the material body because of absorption in the external illusory energy of the lord when the living entity thus turns away from the supreme lord he also forgets his own constitutional position as a servant of the lord this bewildering fearful condition is affected by the potency for illusion called maya therefore an intelligent person should engage unflinchingly in the unalloyed devotional service of the lord under the guidance of a bonafide spiritual master whom he should accept as his worshipable deity and as his very life and soul so fear arises when we turn away from krishna so demons are always not chanting they are always away from krishna and they are always afraid and the devotees they feel joyful so arjuna is summarizing that in this world you can only be happy when you are chanting the holy name when you are connected with krishna and you can easily connect yourself with krishna by chanting the holy name and hearing about him so shravanam kirtanam is especially stressed um in the shrimad bhagavatam and especially by sri chaitanya mahaprabhu in this kaliyuga especially of all the nine types of devotional service shravanam and kirtanam are the highest so when there is kirtanam of course there is shravanam it goes hand in hand if i'm doing kirtan then i'm hearing also the others are hearing or if i'm talking about krishna there are others hearing or at least i am hearing myself <laughs> even if nobody is there so when speaking is there there is automatically listening also right <clears throat> so the, in this way the chanting of the holy name is glorified by all sakalam upanishad vakya sampujya mantram then that essence is taken by chaitanya mahaprabhu and given it to the common man okay all the vedas are glorifying the holy name now these people have no time or intelligence to understand the vedas 
let them just let me just give the holy name the thing the the commodity that is most glorified in the vedas vedic literature let me just give it freely to this people whether they understand or not just take them take the holy name let them take the holy name and that that's why namo mahavadanyaya krishna prema pradayate krishnaya krishna chaitanya namne gauratve shenama so ultimately all vedic literature in fact there is one nice um, there was a conversation of raupad with his uh, disciples he asked why am i writing all these books then all the devotees were explaining you know you want to explain the sambandha gyan and um, you want to you know glorify krishna you want to save us you know by uh, giving all the things about um, knowledge about krishna he said uh, yes but my main mission in writing all these things is to make you chant hari krishna <laughs> so all the vedas are meant to bring us to the point of chanting and therefore the vedas are important and therefore offending them is offending the holy name because they are the, they are the means to convince us to take to the holy name although it appears that not all parts of the vedas are actually glorifying the name but it's all in that direction only according to the mode of nature that a p- practitioner is in hmm. but everything is meant towards that direction so we should never um, misunderstand that the vedas are saying something else no these are the basic principles for the guidance of the jivas which are denoted by the vedas hmm. basic principles of guidance denoted by the vedas for the jivas so if one criticizes the vedas that is an offense to the ho- to holy name such a person is a low rascal in the history of india there are six personalities who invented theories and by their inventions they simply brought themselves to no good end jaimini though claiming to follow the vedas does not recognize the supreme lord and recommends karmakanda huh? activity independent of worship of god karma mimamsa philosophy so each of these this is called shad darshan shad darshan um atheistic philosophies six um, i mean proponents and then their philosophies so karma kanda karma mimamsa philosophy actually here activity independent of the worship of god by concoction kapila thinks that the lord is imperfect and recommends the process of yoga sankhya yoga without understanding its goal taking shelter of the philosophy that everything is illusion the jains the jains you know preach against the vedas the atheist charvak had no respect for the vedic knowledge and similarly the buddhist gautama does not worship the lord but instead thinks in terms of human beings all these philosophies are against the vedas sometimes directly and sometimes in an, in a hidden way therefore the wise man knowing that belief in these philosophies makes one an offender completely avoids them so we should not um resort to taking shelter of any of these philosophies and if we do we are also blaspheming the vedas now charvak muni is mentioned here charvak muni's thing is just be a materialist and just you know eat you know be merry and enjoy and then die because you just live only once 
and the whole world is in the, in that mood and if we indirectly or in unconsciously imbibe such a mentality because of too much association with materialists either as friends or colleagues or whatever family members or nowadays social media and if we get influenced by the so called influencers um that life is only one and you know be attracted to what they are doing we are essentially actually following charvakmani so we are blaspheming the vedas so we have to get out of this mentality of um anything other than krishna bhakti so to mold our lives so that we understand that krishna consciousness is the only substance in this material world and there is nothing else that is worth our attention of course it is not that we are blind to whatever is happening we know what's happening and we should be aware and then uh offer solution how krishna consciousness can save the situation like now war is going on it's not that oh i'll just chant hari krishna i don't care that the war is going on or whatever no we should know that there is something happening and we should know how you see demoniac tendencies you know exhibiting itself in this world and we can see through the statements of bhagavad gita how this is all happening so we have to you know if you if you remember we have gone through a few times not in in extensive detail but the mention of it i think in the 11th canto um that the 24 gurus of of a spiritual candidate right um i think yeah let me see Eleven seven thirty three through through thirty five. Is this the one? Yeah. So you see, O King, I have taken shelter of twenty four gurus who are the following: the earth, the air, sky, water, fire, moon, sun, pigeon, python, sea, moth, honeybee, elephant, honey thief, deer, fish, prostitute, pingala, kurara, bird, child, young girl, arrow maker, serpent, spider, and wasp. my dear king by studying their activities i have learned the science of the self by studying their activities you see studying their activities means he has observed animals what do you what is this yeah, what what python and deer and fish and what is he studying instead of studying vedas what is he doing you know so <laughs> so there is a nice um, explanation of this i hope i can I I forgot again that verse number which explains all. I think eleven nine somewhere, um, where there's a commentary of Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, Jiva Goswami, and um, who's that? Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, I guess. They're explaining, especially Jiva Goswami explains. Um, okay, let, let's let's. one spiritual master or just uh, give me a second here 
यस लेवन नाइन सॉरी लेवन नाइन थर्टी वन नहीं एकस्मा गुरोर्ज्ञानम सुस्थिम सैत्सुपुष्कम ब्रह्मतद्वितीयम वै गीयते बहुधर्षि Although the absolute truth is one without a second the sages have described him in many different ways therefore one may not be able to acquire very firm or complete understanding from one spiritual master now this is a bit you know controversial point hey that means you need many spiritual masters but the rule of the vedas is to only accept one spiritual master diksha guru and many shiksha gurus but what is this many um, we cannot hear from i mean uh, get complete knowledge from one spiritual master so sridhar uh, swami actually Sridhar Swami, Jeeva Goswami, and Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur comment on this important point. It's a, it's a little bit long purport, and here, Jeeva Goswami. Actually, Jeeva Goswami comments as follows on this verse: Since it is commonly understood that one is to accept a single spiritual master, why is it recommended that one learn from many so-called spiritual masters appearing in the form of forms of ordinary material objects, like those twenty-four gurus? You see. how can a bird be a guru and how can a prostitute be a guru what, what, what are you talking about so the explanation is that one's worshipable spiritual master will instruct one in many departments of knowledge by giving lessons gleaned from ordinary objects as recommended by the brahmana avadhuta one can strengthen the teachings received from one's acharya and avoid transgressing his orders by observing ordinary things in nature One should not mechanically receive the teachings of one's guru. The disciple should be thoughtful and, with his own intelligence, realize and practice what he has heard from his spiritual master by observing the world around him. In this sense, one may accept many gurus, though not those who preach against the knowledge received from the bona fide spiritual master. In other words, one should not hear from persons like the atheist Kapila. But we can see from every aspect. like even from the, those who are atheists we can see how it is a you know a great hindrance now for example now there is a war going on in europe now somebody thought that okay these are my enemies i will kill him and you know i will i will establish my superiority now these things are mentioned in bhagavad gita right the demoniac how they think so this is how we connect everything ोहिताह the demoniac person thinks so much wealth do i have today and i will gain more according to my schemes so much is mine now and it will increase in the future more and more he is my enemy and i have killed him and my other enemies will also be killed i am the lord of everything i am the enjoyer i am perfect powerful and happy i am the richest man surrounded by aristocratic relatives there is none so powerful and happy as i am i shall perform sacrifices i shall give some charity and then i shall rejoice in this way such persons are deluded by ignorance and if you see their activity what kind of activity it's um let's say very destructive mudhagrahena atmano yad pidaya kriyate tapah parasyotsadanartham va tattama samudahritam 
penance performed out of foolishness with self torture or to destroy or injure others is said to be in the mode of ignorance and if we go here असत्यम प्रतिष्ठते जगदाहुरनीश्वरम अपरस्पर संभूतम किमन्यत कामहेतुकम दे से दैट दिस वर्ल्ड इज अनरियल विद नो फाउंडेशन नो गॉड इन कंट्रोल दे से इट इज प्रोड्यूस्ड ऑफ सेक्स डिजायर एंड हैज नो कॉज अदर देन लास्ट नाउ नेक्स्ट वन एताम दृष्टिम अवष्टभ्य नष्टात्मानो अल्पबुद्धयः प्रभवन्त्युग्र कर्माणः क्षयाय जगतो हिताः क्षयाय फॉर द डिस्ट्रक्शन ऑफ द वर्ल्ड एंड अनबेनिफिशियल एक्टिविटीज Ugrakarmanaha, engaged in painful activities. Following such conclusions, the demoniac who are lost to themselves and who have no intelligence engage in unbeneficial, horrible works meant to destroy the world. Now we have heard activities of Hiranyakashipu, activities of Ravana in the past. Now you see, in the present also things are going on. Sometimes in a more visible way, sometimes in a more subtle way. So we need to identify these things from the scriptures we should be sharp alert and whatever we see we should connect with scriptures so what the explanation of jiva goswami is that uh, when we observe the world we observe it through the eyes of the scripture shastra chakshu like if uh, in the, in the beginning of the back to godhead magazine by shri prabhupad in 1944 when he started so at that time there was world war going on second world war and Prabhupada was writing on the political situation of the world and how Krishna consciousness can actually, you know, be the perfect solution. And I mean, you can find this all over Shri Prabhupada's purports. Uh, so, it is not that we are blind to the political scene or to the, you know, the world. What is happening in this world? If we lock ourselves up in the Himalayas and not care, then that is not um, selflessness. That is not actual mercy. or there is not actual ahimsa ahimsa means to save the people so we are not interested in those politics but people are interested and when there is some big topic that is going on we can always use that and point the people to this direction to krishna consciousness like for example the scientists have been saying life comes from chemicals and prabhupad very strongly you know went against that why should you be concerned with some scientists postulating some theories he is not concerned with them he is concerned he is using that as a as a topic which is of interest of to many people introduce krishna consciousness how that is wrong how that is wrong every material conclusion ultimately is wrong and we have to offer the alternative because people are interested in these things so we have to show the krishna consciousness is applicable everywhere whatever you are trying to learn krishna consciousness you can learn it perfectly with krishna consciousness whereas you independent do it independent of krishna then it's all imperfect perception and it will lead to destructive consequences so in this way we have to be aware and then be able to apply all these principles and enlighten people um based on what is happening so there is another verse in the bhagavad gita in the second chapter ishopanishad also says see 216 nasato vidyate bhavo nabhavo vidyate satah ubhayor api drishtontas tvanayostatva darshibhih those who are seers of the truth have concluded that of the non existent the material body there is no endurance and of the eternal the soul there is no change this they have concluded by studying the nature of both 
study means it's not just like not not paying attention We're paying attention and st- studying and seeing what is going on hmm yeah so of course we hear from vedic literature with full faith but then we have to observe all those things actually happening and see that the vedic statements are always true and that increases our conviction in the vedic statements and the in increases our conviction in krishna there is this verse where um, this uh, great saintly person was talking to prahlad maharaj and he also said he said also something interesting okay before we go there ishopanishad let's go to that ishopanishad ಇಂಟಲೆಕ್ಚುಯಲ್ಲಿ you know if you observe a little bit for a little while we can understand what is going on of course we should observe with a keen eye and then see how krishna consciousness can actually offer the right solution uh, like prabhupad he 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 actually i mean uh, you know um addressed every single argument of the scientists who say that life comes from chemicals for example so address their every single argument study it and study how it is wrong and it is not just to prove them wrong and you know win a battle no but to educate people hmm. <clears throat> um so th- that verse by the saintly person to prahlad maharaj see <laughs> he did not take part in family life but he observed family life ತತ್ರಪಿದಂ ಪತೀನಾಂ ಸುಖಾಯಾನ್ಯಾಪನುತ್ತೆ ಕರ್ಮಿ ಕುರ್ವತಾಂ ದೃಷ್ಟ್ವಾಸ್ಮಿ ವಿಪರ್ಯಂ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಲಾ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆಫ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಅ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವಿಮೆನ್ ಯುನೈಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಶುಯಲ್ ಪ್ಲೆಷರ್ ಆಫ್ ಸೆಕ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಬೈ ಆಕ್ಚುಯಲ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಅಬ್ಸರ್ವ್ಡ್ ದಟ್ ನನ್ ಆಫ್ ದಮ್ ಆರ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಅಬ್ಸರ್ವ್ಡ್ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಅಬ್ಸರ್ವ್ಡ್ ಮೆನಿ ಮೆನಿ ದಂಪತಿ ದಂಪತಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಕಪಲ್ಸ್ and therefore seeing the contrary results i have stopped taking part in materialistic activities so in order for us to refrain from material activities and not having too much faith in them not having too much hope in them so we should know how they are you know leading to a very miserable end so for that we need to observe how everywhere there is actually misery although it is packaged as happiness although it is marketed as happiness it is misery and that's maya's business to market misery as happiness krishna only gives us the real knowledge that this is dukhalayam ashashvatam maya will you know make us think that this is sukhalayam and shashvatam i will be shashvat sukha you know people are trying scientists are trying to become eternal long life whatever um, they are trying to prolong their lifetime if they can do it eternally oh they will be most happy that's what they want but and maya makes them think that oh let me let me become uh, happy here and for a long long time so this is maya's propaganda she's she knows how to package absolute misery and trouble as happiness 
so this is her job so therefore you know we have to understand from the vedas how this is actually not true we have to understand the truth behind all this hmm so this is the meaning so we have to observe everything So all these different philosophies are there and non-vedic philosophies same <clears throat> So if we believe in them instead of like looking through the shastra chakshu and understanding it and strengthening our conviction in krishna consciousness in order to do that if we have just seen the purport here you see one should not mechanically the jeeva goswami's recommendation here since it is commonly understood that one is to accept a single spiritual master why it is recommended that one learn from many so called spiritual masters the explanation is that one one's worshipable spiritual master will instruct one in many departments of knowledge by giving lessons gleaned from met ordinary objects as recommended by the brahmana avadhuta one can strengthen the teachings received from one's acharya and avoid transgressing his orders by observing ordinary things in nature one should not mechanically receive the teachings of one's guru the disciple should be thoughtful and with his own intelligence realize and practice what he has heard from his spiritual master by observing the world around him in this sense one may accept many gurus though not those who are preaching against the knowledge so now we we it's not that just by observing the world we will get answers no 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 that is not the thing we have to read the vedic scriptures given by the guru and simultaneously observe and be observant and see how those statements are actually playing out in in, in the real world you know in the, in the material world so then we will it will only increase our our conviction and then we have to constantly read again and again to reinforce our understanding it's not that okay i will just go out and learn everything about life no 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 not independently of krishna with shastra chakshu in without not without shastra oh no 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 i have read bhagavad gita now i can look at the world the entire for my entire life and i will see through bhagavad gita no 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 we will forget because maya is very powerful it's not that when we observe the world we will we will realize things no 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 only if you are constantly in touch with the vedic literature constantly that is a key word nityam bhagavata sevaya nitya yukta so that is essential every day uh, then we will be in a sane condition otherwise she will sweep us away maya will sweep us away prasabham manaha um this um, यतो ह्यपिकोंतेयपुरुषस्यपश्चितःइन्द्रियाणिप्रमाथीनिप्रसहरन्तिप्रसभम्मनःअन्दुस्टी <laughs> his his words and in the 67 you know indriyanam hi charatam yanmano nu vidhiyate tadasya harati pragnyam vayur navam ivam bhase 
As a strong wind sweeps away a boat on the water, even one of the roaming senses on which the mind focuses can carry away a man's intelligence. So this is danger of observing the world in you know, our senses. Even one of the roaming senses on which the mind focuses can carry away a man's intelligence. Very powerful. So it's not. We just cannot like you know. Oh, okay. Let me let me find Krishna consciousness in everything. Let me just look at the whole world. No. through the scripture and just observe and we will understand you know we don't need uh, huge research we can understand by you know by what is happening hmm so coming back to this offenses so therefore the wise man knowing that belief in these philosophies makes one an offender completely avoids them one another one other philosophy to be avoided is that of the mayavadis their scriptures are not genuine but are distortions of the meaning of the vedas actually they are covered buddhism and are meant to mislead the foolish people in the kali yuga on the order of the lord shiva appeared in a brahmana family and became an acharya then like jaimini while taking authority from the vedas twisted the meaning to delude the world jaimini twisted the meaning of the vedas to promote karmakanda and shankaracharya he twisted the meaning of vedas to promote gyana kanda but actually the vedas are meant for upasana kanda and that too not just the demigod worship krishna worship especially hmm. but they twisted it hmm. he took the buddhist doctrine of illusion and tried to delude the world by doing this he covered the direct meaning of the vedas and the process of bhakti thus If one accepts any of these philosophies, there is no place for real bhakti. If one takes the holy name along with these philosophies, one is committing serious offence to the name. One simply brings about one's own end. If the jiva can accept the direct meaning of the Vedas, which is the path of pure bhakti, he will be rewarded with the sweetness of prema. But if he takes the indirect meaning or metaphorical interpretations as the real meaning, he cannot come to truth and dies. of his offense to krishna the principal sound in the vedas is om which is a name of krishna and by chanting the name one can achieve the goal of life this name is utilized by the devotees in the shri sampradaya om namo narayanaya and also they they are process there are so many yajnik processes and in that they chant of course they have to chant the word om um, the vedas state that the holy name is the spiritual form of the lord in the material world it is so powerful that even the faint influence of the name can bring about perfection the purport is this since the vedas are teaching chanting of the pure name as the principal process to criticize the vedas is to criticize the name that is offensive the devotees however take shelter of the vedas and by chanting the holy name attain the nectar of the name The Vedas are saying just chant the name of the Lord and by that you will receive the highest form form of love and bliss. Even in the spiritual sky the great personalities are chanting the holy name. It is unfortunate that in Kali Yuga even so called great personalities avoid the supreme personality of Krishna and his nectarian name and instead worship the illusory energy Maya Devi. By taking shelter of the Tamasic Tantra they criticize the Vedic authority lustful for meat and intoxication leading a corrupt life against dharma these people kill themselves they do not take the name of krishna nor do they get the eternal dharma of vrindavan 
Maya Devi gives their thieves worldly happiness or punishment according to their activities, but to one who serves the devotees, she gives the shelter of Krishna's lotus feet. Being Krishna, Krishna's servant, she punishes the erring jivas and gives only illusory happiness to those who worship her. She is Vaishnavi Devi. Another name for Durga is Vaishnavi Devi. The temple is also there in the Himalayas near Kedarnath. So she is a devotee of Krishna. Her duty is to make sure that no rascal goes to Krishna. As long as you are a rascal, you remain here with me. <laughs> so she is a filter. Only if we pass all that tests and become a pure soul, ah, then we are admitted to Krishna. Her, her job is to make sure that to qualify us and if you are not qualified, to, to detain us from the spiritual world and punish us until we understand that we are actually only a servant of Krishna and nothing else. So that is her uh, service. But it is not by direct preaching, but by punishing the souls, conditioned souls. But if one worships Krishna and his name, she helps him overcome the material ocean. The same Maya will become Yoga Maya. She understands, oh, this person is trying. But not that, oh, he's trying, okay, okay, let him go to the spiritual world. No, no, no. She will test. Oh, you're trying? Okay. Let me test. How far you have come? <laughs> Testing is one way, you know. The whole thing changes when we change in our consciousness. See, the police is there to ensure that there is law and order. At least, theoretically, they're supposed to do that. Now, we have seen recently that this has not been the case in some of the world events and, you know, because governments are corrupt and you know things happen like that in the material world but by definition they are supposed to protect the people the police um, and uphold the law of the state so similarly um, now although that is their duty they are seen to punish the criminals uh, so they will punish the criminal but they will help the innocent um, who are wanting to be lawful citizens of the state. Uh, the police station, if if I'm in danger, if I go to a police station, I feel some protection, okay, the police will do something. So, or when I, when I see the police, when they are, I'm being robbed or something like that, or some, you know, violence is being meted out, then if the police are there, you know, I, I feel comfortable, you know, oh, he will be punished, okay, I will be saved, I will be protected. So, that is there. But the... The perpetrator of the crime, he will feel absolute um, fear, terror, horror when he sees the police. So, same police, because of the disposition of the different kinds of people, they experience the police to be differently, um, you know, uh, situated. Some people find the police favorable, some unfavorable. But actually, the police is favorable to the law of the government uh, and make sure that the law is upheld by the people. So that is her, that is their actual duty. So similarly, Maya is the police. Hmm. But if we try to become actually servant of Krishna, she, she helps. And helps means help. <laughs> we should also understand that help also sometimes means, you know, 
giving the stark naked reality rather than the um, packaged you know well packaged misery like um you know sometimes life happens in this way like maharaj anga whose son was vena vena was a very uh, demoniac person his father was very you know saintly and the son turned out to be demoniac and therefore as you can see this is also this is also helping so we should understand helping does not always mean you know favorably or you know in, in a it's not just like kissing you know or oh, the maya will kiss you on the cheek no sometimes you know <laughs> it is hard but if we are attentive enough we will see the real lesson but if we are inattentive we will be carried away by the by the so called seeming punishment so here 41339 of shrimad bhagavatam so anga's boy son is explained here that boy was born partially in the dynasty of irreligion his grandfather was death personified and the boy grew up as his follower he became a greatly irreligious person now let's see 10 uh, sorry 41343 prayanabhyarchito devo ye praja grahamedhinah कदपत्यभृतम दुखम येन विंदन्ति दुर्भरम द किंग थॉट टू हिमसेल्फ पर्संस हु हैव नो सन आर सर्टेनली फॉर्च्युनेट दे मस्ट हैव वर्शिप्ड द लॉर्ड इन देयर प्रीवियस लाइफ सो दैट दे वुड नॉट हैव टू सफर द अनबेयरेबल अनहैप्पीनेस कॉज्ड बाय अ बैड सन दोस हैव नो सन दे आर फॉर्च्युनेट बट देन ही थॉट देन द किंग थॉट कदपत्यम वरम मे सदपत्याचुचात निर्विद्येतृहाजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंटिजेंट
we have to understand that krishna is our supreme friend and he is not the friend only when he helps us he is also our friend when he punishes us that is also our, his help it only doesn't look like help because it is not helping our materialistic desires but he is really helping us in our constitutional position to revive our constitutional position so we should understand that whatever happens krishna is always doing it for our good although immediately it appears that it is not happening to our good or for our good and that's an illusion only so he's always and of course he he actually comes and he leaves behind scriptures and he sends acharyas but for those people who are not ready to take all this help he helps by employing maya to beat them or rather give them all the things that they want but then they will be unhappy by that and then one day they will question at that time the acharyas the vedic literature everything will be available they are always available this that because people are not ready it is not made available to them they themselves have made themselves disqualified hmm. conditioned souls make themselves disqualified to receive these things because of their uh, enormous desires for material happiness so but if we question uh, sincerely then we will be led to the proper source of knowledge <coughs> so so if one worships krishna and his name she helps him overcome the material ocean so that means she will make sure our all our attachments to the material world are gone if by misfortune or accident it, it happens that one commits shruti nindana or blasphemy of scripture one should be repentant and offer his respect to the scriptures with attention one should offer tulsi flowers and tulsi leaves to the bhagavatam and the vedas being the essence of the vedas and an incarnation of krishna the shrimad bhagavatam will give unlimited mercy now offering flowers and tulsi leaves is good but reading them if we if we respect them that much we have to open and read them no? uh, that is the real thing actually haridas said day and night i am immersed in this ocean of nectar of the holy name gi- having given up the offense of criticizing the scripture whoever aspires for the dust of the feet of haridas is qualified to wear on his neck the touchstone jewel of the holy name so that's the end of this chapter so we have mentioned about blasphemy of scripture um we have summarized a little bit i mean in this session also that not reading is also considered blasphemy because scripture is there for our benefit krishna has given it and shri prabhupada has translated it and if you don't take advantage if you don't listen to what the guru and the scripture has to say that's an offense then we'll be influenced by materialistic philosophies of course and that will pollute our mind and that is the one that kind of thinking is the one which is making us away from krishna stay away from krishna so therefore it constitutes an offense to not take shelter of these scriptures and the more we read the scriptures the more we will not commit this offense hmm. automatically 
so it is not just enough that it is an offense to blaspheme scriptures we should understand why it is an offense to blaspheme scriptures and we should actually take the corrective action of reading the scriptures in order to not mm, commit this offense uh, so corrective action should be there so all right i'll i'll uh, stop it here hopefully we can have a class tomorrow as well thursday because um, if we can finish this harinam uh, chintamani quickly then that will be better i will see I, i will make the announcement tomorrow and see how it how my situation is all right so uh, um actually i wanted to do on monday as well but could not manage and i think saturday also could not manage it saturday did we have a class i think not yeah so so i, I think we should continue and uh, i hope i can do that so i'll see any questions or comments on this topic if you have you can po- post them because towards the end sometimes i see when i close then uh, there is a question there at the very very last moment so i hope uh, you know if it is a long question start something and then at least i know that there is a question coming up um okay rajeshwari mataji is asking why do majority of people are not aware of the first principle that there is one supreme lord vishnu so i think we have already addressed this in this today's session um because people in the karmakanda gyanakanda are you know are um, given by the lord for those people who are rebellious because everybody here is more or less rebellious to krishna it is only a degree of how much or how little but everybody is rebellious that's why more or less we are all rebellious so to the extent of rebellion if one is absolutely averse to worshiping krishna krishna is still merciful okay you worship my part and parcel so of course the that kind of worship mad worshiper he does not know that that demigod is a part and parcel but he gets the benefit hmm. small benefit um so because much of the vedas trigunya vishaya veda nistrigunyo bhava arjuna krishna himself says to arjuna you know most of the veda the whole vedas are mainly dealing with the three modes of material nature mostly is karmakanda bhakti is very much hidden that's why vyasadeva was not happy after writing all the vedic literature finally when shrimad bhagavatam was written yes then was happy that is amalam puranam that is the actual essence of the vedas ah uh, sarva vedanta saram hi akhila shruti saram so many times bhagavatam is mentioned as the essence of all the vedic literature so um so uh, the rest of the vedas are mostly dealing with karmakanda and little bit of gyanakanda so that is why and people usually are interested in materialistic uh, happiness vedavadrata those who are at least believing in vedas they go for karmakanda and there are many who don't even accept vedas so that's why mostly people do not know that there is one supreme lord vishnu but if we really scrutinizingly study and and this is not our scrutinizingly studying we have to have the mercy of the spiritual master if we don't have a mercy of a pure devotee of krishna we can read the vedic literature for millions of years we will never understand that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead hmm. 
YOLO conception is craziness. Wisdom by its price. It's grace in the Gopal Prabhu. Hmm. This is craziness. YOLO. YOLO is, for those who don't know, you only live once. Y-O-L-O. YOLO. So, Ranam Kritva Ghritam Pibet Yavad Jivet Sukham Jivet Bhasmi Bhutasya Dehasya Kutaha Punaragamano Bhavet. This is Charvak Mani. And after this life, everything is being turned to ashes. So while you are here, just enjoy. Beg, borrow or steal and get some ghee and enjoy nice food. And you know, when the food, when the tongue, then the belly and the genitals all are one straight line. So everything, enjoy life to the fullest. So if you are aware, if you are afraid that you know, by stealing and you know, doing all these things, you will become a rini. You will become a debtor or you will become sinful and you have to pay for it next life. Don't worry, all that is false. After this thing, everything bhasmi bhutasya dehasya. We become bhasma. We become just ashes. So there is no reality to next life. So don't worry about consequences. Just hedonism. So this is Charvagmane. That is YOLO conception today. That is the prime mover in in the philosophy of the mind of the people, and that is moving their lives. And also suicide comes from this. Suicide also comes from YOLO conception. They think life is too much to handle. Okay, let me just end it. So all all misery is gone. That is also another another stupidity. It is also with the same understanding that YOLO. You only live once. And if I finish this, okay, there is no misery anymore. No, no, no. More misery is awaiting for such person. It is punished. Hmm. So if you understand really what is that, then, you know, these things can be solved. Oh, okay. Any time, why people go into depression? Because YOLO conception. Oh, one life, I only have one life and that is also screwed up. What to do? Okay, end up this life. So this is how they are thinking. That's why suicides happen. Uh, only one life, everybody has a chance and then that also is so miserable for me. What is my, you know, what is the point? Just end, end it. So if I understand that actually I am eternal and this is, I am facing this situation because of my past karma. I have to just take to devotional service and in every way I have to, in every situation I have to glorify the Lord and you know, uh, you know, understand that I have to come out of this whole material thing, whether so-called happiness or unhappiness, everything is a nonsense here. So if we understand that, we will not be depressed. Hmm. It will only strengthen our conviction. When any depressing or reversal happens, it will strengthen our conviction in Krishna. Yes, I was putting too much hope in Maya and then now Maya showed its true form. Um, yeah, this is a good thing because now I'm discouraged in uh, enjoying Maya. Now I'm more and more convinced that actually I should go to Krishna. So that is the thing. So that's how you, you know the world suicide day and you know, all these things are there. They're useless. The real thing is this. You have to understand. Then yes, suicide will stop and everything will stop. Immaterially they are committing suicide by ending the body. But spiritually everybody is committing suicide by not even taking to Krishna consciousness. Atmaha, it is said. You know. Nirdeha madhyam sulabham sudurlabham Plavam sukalpam Guru karnadharam Mayanukulena nabhasvate ritam Puman bhavadhim nataretsa atmaha Atmaha Killer of his own soul Everybody is committing suicide A human body which can award all benefit in life is automatically obtained by the laws of nature although it is a very rare achievement This human body can be compared to a perfectly constructed boat 
having the spiritual master as the captain and the instructions of the personality of god had as favorable winds impelling it on its course considering all these advantages a human being who does not utilize his human life to cross the ocean of material existence must be considered the killer of his own soul you know this is stupidity so everybody is committing suicide here with this yolo conception himanshu okay he is sharing this consequences of having a demoniac mentality as a wisdom bites a lecture excerpt from his grace and the gopal prabhu rajeshwari prabhu ji where will we get the explanation of these 24 gurus that what signs of the self he learned from each of them yeah actually the all the few chapters it goes you know from 11 7 all the way to you know i think what i did not note until which chapter so the whole thing is mentioned there many many chapters it goes from that 11 7 33 and then it starts um you know actually 11 931 there you know and then it, it goes further one by one one by one in fact even 1187 you see it already starts in 117 it's itself already it starts it's a few chapters okay let's go to 11th canto index of the chapters you see lord krishna instructs uddhava you know 118 the story of pingala pingala the prostitute so this is already the one of the 24 gurus and in fact in the same one there is the honey bee also the wasp also um the what is it called um that insect what is it called moth moth how the moth is maddened by the fire rushes blindly into its flames i mean all these examples are already given here so it starts from here and then the story of pingala the prostitute comes here and then the detachment from all this material okay i think 11 9 i think i think 11 7 8 and 9 especially 8 and 9 and all that so all these 24 gurus are mentioned there and he doesn't mention what he learns from each of these so you can see Himanshu Prabhu do Maya Maya Devi also do mistakes as we saw in the case of Haridas Thakur when Maya reached to test Haridas Thakur is she a demigod that means she can do mistakes right as Indra also do so Krishna ever punished Maya In the case of Chitraketu she mistakenly cursed him also as Sati she failed to listen to Lord Shiva and self immolated herself and Daksha offended Shiva Well actually these are not real mistakes um it is the plan of the lord like in the case of haridas thakur also by doing that to her to him she only glorified him now today we can give that example against we always quote his example against vishwamitra's example because he was not a devotee at the time and he fell prey to women but haridas thakur did not so these situations actually um you know glorify the pure devotee and uh, even chitraketu now it looks like a mistake and of course um she it is committed i mean it is considered a mistake where she could not understand 
the pure devotion of chitraketu and his friendship with lord shiva um but ultimately it is also i mean these stories these incidents have made their way into the pages of shrimad bhagavatam um that itself is a special arrangement by the lord and how that actually um, glorified chitraketu otherwise <laughs> who would know what chitraketu is because he just passed some comment on lord shiva and it looked like he was a bit of a rude person or something but then because of the curse of parvati then the real nature of chitraketu actually came out um so to extract such qualities from the devotees and to glorify them krishna sometimes puts them in this kind of situations and maya is her is his agency to do that like the pandavas have gone through immense difficulties but that only glorified them because at no time did they complain to krishna what krishna what have you done to us no they never so so it actually meant for the glorif it is meant for the glorification of the devotee so therefore maya cannot really harm a devotee and it looks like you know she is putting so many tests and for a person who is not advanced those tests will advance the devotee if he takes it rightly and for those who are already advanced it just glorifies their advancement although the devotee tries to hide it but these kind of things uh, bring out the glory of the devotee so that everyone can see um otherwise it is not visible right the greatness of a devotee he always tries to hide and always glorify krishna but krishna wants to make arrangements to glorify the devotee and for that purpose he is seemingly sometimes challenged um by maya and when he wins over that challenge because krishna says mamayave prapadyante mayametam tarantite now that remains only a word of course it is krishna's word <laughs> but when there is practical demonstration of it more faith is created so therefore to supplement what krishna has already said in the bhagavad gita the incidents of the bhagavatam just prove those statements more emphatically and such uh incidents inspire us to take up oh yes this actually proves that when one takes shelter of krishna one can cross over maya haridasta kurva chanting the holy name he crossed over maya so it is possible so to give us that confidence so these are shared and to inspire us spiritually um so she is acting as an agency uh, even the so called mistakes by brahma by indra of course there are mistakes and because of krishna's um, you know like giridhari if our, if, if um, indra did not pour the rain there would be no reason to lift the hill uh, but because he did that oh, krishna is known as giridhari today radha giridhari so these are all assistants in the past past times you know krishna has already said before he came what is going to do and uh, he 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 got the um, demigods to you know assist him in his past times so of course they do commit mistakes but those mistakes are also become uh, a part of the leela of the lord so they are committing of mistakes we cannot say that, oh she is also committing mistakes i also commit mistakes we all are same 
it's like brahma so called committed mistake of you know going behind his daughter but then that is to show that those who are powerful controllers they are not really um, affected by so their so called mistakes so that is explained here apparent transgression so this is this topic is explained nicely श्रीशुक उवाच धर्म व्यतिक्रमो दृष्ट ईश्वराण चाहसम तेजीयसा न दोषा वहनेजो यथा सुखदेव गोस्वामी सैड द स्टेटस ऑफ पावरफुल कंट्रोलर्स माया इज ऑल्सो द स्टेटस ऑफ पावरफुल कंट्रोलर्स इज नॉट हार्मड बाय एनी अपेरेंटली ऑडेशियस ट्रांसग्रेशन ऑफ मोरालिटी वी मे सी इन दैम फॉर दे आर जस्ट लाइक फायर विच डिवाउज एवरीथिंग फेड इन टू इट एंड रिमेन्स अनपोल्यूटेड नैतत्सरे जातु मनसापे ह्यनीश्वर विनश्यत्याचरन मौढ़्याद्रोधिज विषम वन हू इज नॉट अ ग्रेट कंट्रोलर शुड नेवर इमिटेट द बिहेवियर ऑफ रूलिंग पर्सनालिटी इज इवन मेन्टली इफ आउट ऑफ फूलिशनेस एंड ऑर्डनरी पर्सन डज इमिटेट सच बिहेवियर ही विल सिंपली डिस्ट्रॉय हिमसेल्फ जस्ट एज अ पर्सन हू इज नॉट रुद्र वु डिस्ट्रॉय हिमसेल्फ इफ यू ट्राई टू ड्रिंक एन ओशन ऑफ पॉइजन ईश्वराण वच सत्यम तथिवाचरी क्वचि उटरी because ultimately why why they are not tejiyasam nadoshaya vahne sarvabhujo yatha how come they are able to do mistakes and then they are remain unpolluted because their mistake serves in some kind of a leela in the lord you know and they are not given those positions as demigods exceptional positions for no reason they have done immense pious activities to get to that position so um they are um, i mean because they are so called mistakes also you know in this way glorify the lord and his devotees so in that way they are you know uh, how to uh, how to say released from the offenses uh, their offenses actually become lessons for others so in that way they become instructions for others hmm कुशलाचरितेनैषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाषाष
when such great personalities do something like that or it will serve as a lesson for the others like brahma being bewildered that is a lesson for others but we were not supposed to like oh, um you know condemn brahma for it or we cannot take advantage that oh brahma also fell down i also can fall down or brahma and i are on the same level aham brahmasmi so these are the this is the explanation for these things okay so that's the thing himanshu i think charvak muni was not aware of bhakti and do not know how much devotees of krishna enjoys while serving krishna well there is not a, an excuse he did not know bhakti because he did not want to know bhakti but ultimately it is our desire our independence and if we cho- if we want don't want to mata smriti gyanam apohanam chai if you want to forget krishna krishna will give us the you know full facility to forget and because you wanted to fully enjoy the senses okay krishna said okay fine since you wanted it take it hmm. so when people do not know bhakti it's not that they are shielded from the reactions of the sinful activities they perform they will still be punished right so there's it's no excuse that i is not aware of course he's not aware <laughs> that's why he's talking nonsense <laughs> if he's aware he will not talk like an idiot but he was an idiot because you know he did not know krishna consciousness that's why krishna says mudha mudha anybody is not devoted namam duskritano mudha prapadyante naradhama they don't surrender rascals fools idiots so divya is asking divya mataji prabhu ji when, when the bad son who has created a hellish home through which an intelligent man gets detached easily will that bad son get any advantage of being in krishna consciousness although he personally doesn't follow it just because he helped his father indirectly yes because of his father's piety he will be helped that's like for example shri prabhupad his family his sons were not into bhakti at all but <laughs> prabhupad sons so <laughs> i mean what is the difficulty for them to achieve, achieve liberation of course that doesn't mean oh just by being a son or a relative like nityananda vamsha oh i am nityananda vamsha so i am liberated of course they have to take it but the the force of the bhakti of the pure devotee the lord is so dear to the pure devotee or the pure devotee is so dear to the lord that the lord takes care that chaitanya mahaprabhu said what to speak of just relatives or sons or fathers or whatever the dog in the house of sarvabhauma tacharya house that that dog is also dear to me chaitanya mahaprabhu said what to speak of sons and grandsons or what dog you know that right dog ಮಧ್ಯೂಟ್ಫೋರ್ 
everyone in sarvabhoom bhattacharya's house is very dear to me including his maids and servants and even his dog and what to speak of his relatives so in any way if you are connected to a pure devotee what krishna says i mean lord narayanam he says this to durvasamuni aham bhakta paradhino hi asvatantra evadvijam साधूना ग्रस्त हृदय भक्तर्भक्तजन प्रिय इफ समबडी इज एन ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ एफेक्शन फॉर प्योर डिवोटी ही बिकम्स एन ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ एफेक्शन फॉर कृष्ण हाउस भक्तर्भक्तजन प्रिय द डिवोटी इज डिवोटी इज एक्सट्रीमली डियर टू मी सी what to speak of my devotee even those who are devotees of my devotee are dear, very dear to me narad muni nalakovar mani griva i mean they were not even devotee of narad muni or they did not even serve narad muni they actually offended him honestly <laughs> but they became dear to krishna because somehow or other narad muni has um, shown his concern towards them he saw externally he angrily cursed them but actually he was very much concerned that heavenly birth so much piety they have done and rascals they are wasting their time and they have become so blinded that you know they couldn't even see a sadhu i mean they have completely lost all religious principles this is not good for them let me curse them so that they come to their senses so actually a devotee why would a devotee cause harm to anyone he wouldn't so the so called harm inflicted by devotees is actually a blessing just like the lord's killing and protecting both also liberates the person similarly the devotee's curse or blessing both liberate the person hmm. so so narad muni of course said that krishna will come and uh, release you from this so out of his affection for narad muni he the nalakovar and manigri were released and became great devotees and be- became objects of affection for krishna i have nothing to do with you all you know krishna said that is what he thought when he saw them i have nothing to do with these two people who are they devar shirme priyatamo yadi maudhanadatmajo tat tatha sadhayishyami yad geetam tan mahatmanam all these two young men are the sons of the very rich kovera and i have nothing to do with them devar shin narada is my very dear and affectionate devotee and therefore because he wanted me to come before i mean face to face with them i must do so for their deliverance i am because i am his servant i am narada's servant <laughs> this is how you know they will be helped like i mean hiranyakashipu was helped of all people because prahlad was a devotee so this pranam punati sakulam na tu bhuri mana that is about you know um effect of devotion pranam punati sakulam na tu bhuri mana such a devotee is better than such a brahmana who is not a devotee but is a brahmana because a devotee can purify his whole family punati means to purify pranam punati sakulam he purifies himself and he purifies sakulam kulam means family dynasty so whereas i mean he he devotee can purify his whole family natu bhuri mana 
So the 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 Brahmana he cannot even purify himself. Hmm. The devotee is such a purification purifying effect. And not only to his relatives but also to whomever he speaks, whomever he somehow or other touch. Prabhupada said, whoever touches my book, even if he doesn't read, touches my book, uh, he the piety is created in him already. That much if you come in contact with his the the pure devotee. If somebody touches his book, Prabhupada said, if somebody touches my book, uh, he will gain piety. Hmm. I mean, just see, imagine how much whoever comes in contact with the devotee. You see, if they have touched the book means they have touched the mercy of Prabhupada. Hmm. So somehow or other, if somehow, just like Nalakovar and Manigriva touched the mercy of Narad Muni, So, in somehow or other, if you come in contact with the pure devotee, he will be purified. Pramod Pandey, Parashuram Prabhu, is asking Arjuna worship demigod Shiva, Indra, Agni for getting Divyastra. Guided by Krishna tells us that devotees can approach demigods for benediction. How to understand it, Prabhu? Yes, you can approach the demigods when you, when you are ordered by Krishna to do so. <laughs> Just like you are allowed to lie when Krishna asks you to do so. <laughs> but Yudhishthira Maharaj did not lie and so he was punished a little for his so-called truthfulness. He was punished for his truthfulness. <laughs> so what is piety? What is impiety? That is dictated by Krishna. And in fact, there is a nice um, verse in the Bhagavatam. I think... Um, it's about the Rajasuya Yajna performed by Yudhishthira Maharaj. Let me see if I can... Anyway, the point is that um, I I don't know where to find that, but you see this um, the point I was trying to make. It is somewhere in I think seventieth chapter or seventy one or seventy two chapter or somewhere. Maybe if somebody finds, I can maybe share it. Yudhishthira Maharaj, why he had to do Rajasuya sacrifice? It is a something Karmakanda thing. But the explanation is that Yudhishthira Maharaj was least interested in Rajasuya Yajna for Karmakanda thing. But he did that so that he can invite all the demigods, invite all the human beings and establish that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God. Although it looked like Rajasuya Yajna Karmakanda, but actually his real motive was to present that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the assembly of the demigod, he invited the demigods also. Hmm. And the demigods also attended. And the people of this world also attended. But the whole point was to glorify Krishna. Hmm. So, um, even the gopis, they worshipped Katyayani. They said, Patim me kurute namaha. Nanda gopasutam devi, Patim me kurute namaha. They said, Please make Krishna our husband. They prayed for a husband. Usually, you know, girls do that. They do Katyayani Vrata and worship Lord Shiva also for a good husband. So they also did that gopis, but they did it for Krishna. 
so that is allowed so to ask the demigods for something to to worship krishna that is allowed but of course since we are not on the level of arjuna we will get distracted by demigod worship and go somewhere else so that's why <laughs> uh, we should not worship for any material gain but um, you know if we at all somehow or other pass by or you know hear about we can always pray for their blessing that we can become a devotee of krishna that we can do that is perfectly vaishnava way of honoring the demigods and uh, seeking their blessings anyone who is superior i mean a devotee we will have to seek their blessings right definitely they are very superior devotees mm. they are serving very responsible service they have so we can always seek their blessings in all humility mm. to become a devotee so that's different as you said if indra didn't cause rain krishna wouldn't have lifted govardhan so in the special world indra is not there so is krishna known not known as giridhari there names like madhusudan or other names gotten by killing enemies so do they exist only in the material world and not spiritual because there are no demons there no they exist in the spiritual world because although the lord performs these um leelas in respect with respect to this material world once he performs leela here then he performs the same leela in other material world other material world other material world so i mean uh, another universe sorry another universe another universe so he is still nitya leela and in the spiritual world for them they don't see whether it's material or spiritual he is performing his leela and that's it whether it's material or spiritual so his name is always there madhusudan and all these things are all eternal names so whatever the lord does um leela is eternal leela but in the spiritual world he is not known by such names as paramatma because there there's no he is known by his leelas by his you know by his um uh, leelas yes by his activities and by his uh, relationship with his devotees prahlad hlad daine so he is the one who gives pleasure to prahlad so that is a that is a name with respect to a devotee some with respect to demons he killed the demon murari uh, madhusudana like that so so all these are eternal names hmm. giridhari also now of course um, in this case he lifted the govardhan hill against indra and to protect the vrindavan vasis um, we have um, we have um, an explanation of an incident of varaha lifting the earth from the garbhodaka ocean so in one instance it was done as a, because of hiranyaksha but there was another instance where the earth just went out of orbit for some other reason and it was not the demon hiranyaksha and he still lifted the earth in the varaha roopa so sometimes the cause is this sometimes the cause may be something else but you know the lifting of govardhan hill always happens what makes the what is the cause of that seeming cause that may differ now this is my speculation but seeing from the example of varaha seeing from the example of varaha we can understand that the lord's leela of lifting the earth is there but for which reason that there have been two different reasons so um those things might happen so there is at least there is a precedence of such a possibility that much i can say 
so these are all eternal leelas nevertheless hmm. prahlad maharaj's son virochan was misguided by shukracharya how to understand that 21 generations are uplifted by the lord i don't know how much misguided was he by shukracharya not much is mentioned about virochana um but i don't know how much he is misguided he is the son of pralad and father of bali i mean <laughs> double his <laughs> son is a mahajan father is a mahajan i mean to have the kind of family i mean what can we say about them of course he is uplifted by the lord <laughs> 1072.4 purport explained by Shri Lavishwana Chakravarti Thakur. Okay, good. This is about the Rajasuya sacrifice. So, Sri Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur similarly explains King Yudhishthira's statement we feel no great urgency to perform the rajasuya sacrifice nor do we have any personal interest since we are already seeing your lotus feet and by your boundless mercy have been taken into your personal association but in this world there are some whose hearts are contaminated and who thus think you are not the supreme personality of godhead but an ordinary man or else they find fault with you and even criticize you This is an arrow piercing our hearts. Therefore, to extract this arrow from our heart, we must call to this place on the pretext of the Rajasuya sacrifice. Such great people as Brahma, Rudra, and other wise brahmacharis and demigods who reside in each of the fourteen planetary systems, when such an exalted congregation has assembled, it will be incumbent upon them to first arrange for the agra puja, or for or the first worship of the most worthy person present. So that is the. uh procedure in the rajasuya sacrifice whoever is the most senior person in that assembly he should be worshiped agra puja and when they directly and when they are directly shown that you lord krishna are the supreme personality of godhead the arrow piercing our heart will be removed <laughs> look at how the pure devotee takes to this thank you for that pointer i'm glad you found that because i do not know where so but i read this so you see how the pure devotees have a totally different interest when they do this so that's why because we cannot understand their real intentions we cannot really imitate them without understanding the actual import of those work of the oh yudhishthira maharaj did rajasuya i will also do rajasuya are can you invite even one demigod forget demigod you can cannot even invite your your city mayor to your rajasuya yagna what kind of nonsense rajasuya yagna is that and where are the mantras where are the ghee where are the everything is a failure <laughs> <laughs> so, Yudhishthir Maharaj had, had such influence. He could he could invite from the fourteen planetary systems. I mean, come on. And he established Krishna as supreme. And you know, he couldn't see that the Lord was not glorified by some classes of people, even in some higher planetary systems. Like we know, Janaloka, there was a big debate whether who is supreme. And then Bhrugu Maharaj had to undergo great risks in order to prove that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. I mean, Vishnu. So. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know it is a it is um it it 
it hurts the devotee that the lord is not glorified so he he sets out to glorify the lord and everybody must know agrapuja let the lord be worshiped in the grandest way in front of the biggest demigods of the universe and undoubtedly everybody has to accept krishna as the supreme so that's what the devotee wants he wants to opulently worship krishna so that there's no comparison hmm so that kind of you know um that is the those are the intentions of pure devotees so you have to understand that even duryodhan imitated yudhishthir maharaj by doing rajasu yagna <coughs> give more context because otherwise i cannot understand so okay so i think those are the points and questions uh thank you for attending and uh, we will meet again uh, hopefully tomorrow so harinam chintamani ki jai bhaktivinoda thakur ki jai haridas thakur ki jai shri chaitanya mahaprabhu ki jai harinam sankirtan ki jai hare krishna mahamantra ki jai अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय श्री प्रभुपाद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंद हरि हरि गौर हरे कृष्ण